0: And welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication.
1: And I'm Dan's latest co-host, Jeremy Fallis. Uh, Today we have a wonderful episode uh, for you as we discuss magnet redesignation and the steps that UM Health Nursing is taking to achieve uh, that impressive honor.
0: Now, before we get into that, be sure you go back and get caught up on any episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes can also be found on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines Week in Review.
1: All right, let's talk about MAGNET. To do that, we are joined today by Maria Bobo, the Director of Nursing Professional Development and Education and the MAGNET Recognition Program here at UN Health. Maria, thanks so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you, Jeremy, I'm so happy to be here with you. All right, Maria, let's start with the basics. What is MAGNET and why is it so esteemed in the nursing community?
2: Yeah, so Magnet Recognition Program was created by American Nursing Credentialing Center in 1994. It was based on the notion that there are some hospitals that were able to recruit and retain nurses during a major nursing shortage in the 80s versus other hospitals that were not. So they came up through research with the 14 forces of magnetism. And those hospitals display certain characteristics that nurses really wanted to work in these positive environments. Based on those characteristics, MAGNET wanted to recognize hospitals who achieve these um, specific domains and give them an award that honored nursing for the
1: great care that they provide. And what does the University of Michigan do so well for it to be considered a MAGNET institution?
2: Well, we already know we're a great healthcare facility. And so what MAGNET does is give us a great blueprint again, for us to showcase what we do for our patients, how we support our staff, how we are involved in the latest technology. We use um, evidence-based practice at the bedside. Our nurses are always conducting nursing research so we can improve our care. Michigan is um, just full of innovation and creativity and our nurses and other employees do this daily. So Magnet gives us a way for us again to display to the public to display to the community that we have achieved these high standards that set before the ANCC organization.
0: Now, I remember a few years ago how big of a deal when it was when we achieved magnet designation and there was a a big celebration and and things like that. So I know that we have been magnet designated in the past, but where does the organization currently stand? Because I know there's a site visit coming up.
2: Yes, and we're so excited about that. Um, and let me say how distinguished this honor is to be a Magnet facility. There are only about 590 hospitals throughout the world that are Magnet designated. And in the U.S., there's only about seven percent, seven to eight percent of Magnet hospitals. So for us to be designated at Magnet is as Magnet is a big deal. Um, we are top notch facility with excellent nurses, excellent care providers. So where are we at with our journey? In 2017, we were designated with our first magnet designation. And of course, we were so excited about that. We are on our journey to our second designation. So we have to go through the process all over again. What we did over the past four years was um, write a document that included stories and examples from all our nursing areas, department, inpatient, ambulatory, our collaborative work that we have done with other disciplines were put into this document. The appraisers reviewed it over the past couple months and based upon their review, we were granted a site visit. So the site visit will allow us to demonstrate to the appraisers and ANCC that we are deserving of this board once again.
1: You know, you have a whole team that helps you in achieving this goal, and, and they're wonderful to work with. Uh, tell tell listeners who they are and how they help you out.
2: Yeah, so I have a wonderful magnet department. Um, as a director, I, I oversee the department and everything that we need to do to prepare for the designation. I also have um, two writers that were integral in preparing the document that were submitted for uh, review to be considered for our designation. I also have a project manager and she kind of keeps us on task and making sure that we meet all our deadlines. So this great team um, has been working truly, really hard over the past four years to ensure we can um, get this designation for the second time. And Jeremy, I forgot to share the dates of that site visit because I think it's important for everyone to understand when our appraisers will be with us. Um, The dates are Tuesday, January 25th, to Friday, January 28th. Now, because of COVID, they have changed their protocols and um, site visits are usually on site, but this time the appraisers will be joining us virtually. So we will be using different platforms like Zoom or iPads to showcase our hospital to the appraisers in a virtual setting.
0: That's really cool. Now, I've also heard of Magnet Ambassadors. Who are they and what are their roles?
2: Right. So our magnet ambassadors are the backbone of of, of our department and of the work that needs to be done at the unit level. As you know, we're a huge institution. We have over six thousand nurses in over 200 different areas, departments and clinics. So each area has established an individual who works with me and works with my department to get the information that they need to share with their units on our journey to our magnet designation. So they usually meet with me at least monthly. Um, We provide resources to them and their job is to go back to their areas or departments and share the information. So they're really the first line of contact that any employee would have with our magnet Um, designation. So find out who your magnet ambassador is, reach out to them, ask them questions. But if you also need to reach out to me or my department, feel free to do that as well.
1: And finally, how can listeners learn more about the upcoming magnet site visit and redesignation process?
2: Yes. So we have a website. It is off of our nursing webpage. That is our internal website that you can go there. Look for the magnet link And off of there, you'll find tons of resources that we have created for you. We have created blogs and videos, posters, even practice site questions that you can share with your staff and practice with each other on potential questions that the appraiser may ask of you during the site visit.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much, Maria, for giving us this insight into Magnet. Like I said, I remember how big of a deal it was back in 2017 when we earned the recognition originally. And I'm looking forward to seeing how the redesignation process plays out next year.
2: Thank you, Daniel. We're so excited to, um, And thank you to everyone that will be helping us achieve our second MAGNA designation.
1: All right, Maria. So every week we ask our guests to stay on just a little bit longer, answer some quick fire questions. Um, and you haven't seen these before. So Maria, are you ready for the lightning round? I sure am. Let's go, Jeremy.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanksgiving is less than a week away. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food?
2: Okay, my favorite Thanksgiving food is sweet potato casserole. So I um, actually copy the sweet potato casserole recipe from Boston Market with all the marshmallows and um, all the brown sugar and cinnamon. So that has to be my favorite, favorite food for Thanksgiving.
0: You don't mess around with that, huh?
2: No, I don't mess around. That's extra calories.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, and maybe this is the same answer, but what is your favorite family holiday?
2: Well, you know, I would say Christmas, actually it's Christmas Eve. Um, we have ever since I was a young girl, Christmas Eve was special because we would go to church and then we were able to open a gift on Christmas Eve. So we kept that tradition as, um, with my kids and my sisters and their children, we all gather as a huge family on Christmas Eve. Um, the best part of that is we annually do 12 days of Christmas, um, as a family. And it's always funny to hear my, my family try to remember, uh, the, the different, 12 days of Christmas. Um, it, it's a who, and we do it a couple of times. So people, everyone wants the five golden rings. So <laughs> I would try, I would say Christmas Eve would be my favorite holiday.
0: Nice. If you could spend a week somewhere outside the U S and money isn't an issue, where would you go and why?
2: So honestly, I tell my kids all this, all the time. I plan to retire in the grand Cayman's. Nice. so um if money is not an issue I plan to get a huge mansion there <laughs> it's so beautiful that I've been there three times I feel just at home so even though um it, it's probably you know not as elaborate as some other places I could go I just really feel like that's home for me and I really want to live by the ocean um as I retire and, and you know the rest of my life just being at peace and that brings Gary came and give, gives that to me so that's where I would go
1: oh that I, I'm jealous i I, I'll join you. Okay. Uh, what's what's the number one piece of advice you uh, give to aspiring nursing students? Wow,
2: that's 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 a hard one because I I love to mentor, um, I love working with nursing students, but I think it's the one thing I could say is to keep going, keep trying, don't give up. Um, nursing school is rigorous. And I know this firsthand because I have three degrees in nursing. So there's times I wanted to quit. There's times I, I didn't do well on exam. And it's, it's going to be okay. Uh, we have these, uh, these obstacles that come before you and you can do it. Just pick yourself up and then figure out what you need to do to change or improve. And you will be a great nurse and continue your education.
0: I mean, I think that's great advice no matter what walk of life you're in. I think, you know, keep going, pick yourself back up, and, you know, push forward even harder. Uh, Thank you so much, Maria, for participating in the lightning round and telling us more about the magnet redesignation process. Be sure to stay tuned to headlines in the weeks and months ahead to learn even more about magnet redesignation. You'll be able to find those stories at mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org.
1: And Headlines was chock full of other interesting stories this week. For instance, longtime faculty and staff were recognized for the decades of service to the organization. Readers were given the HRO tools of the month. Uh, There was a closer look at the employee art exhibition. Uh, And this one was super cool. I really loved reading this one. Uh, Survival Flight gave insight into a new weather camera that will help uh, keep them, uh, the team members, and their patients safe. Uh, Make sure you find all of that and more at mmheadlines.org.
0: All right, Jeremy, now you're the third co-host we've had here on The Wrap over the past month or so, and people may be wondering who the heck you are. Can you tell our listeners about your current role in the organization and how you got there?
1: Yeah, sometimes I wonder who the heck I am as well. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm the communications specialist for the chief nurse executive, Nancy May, uh, as part of the uh, nursing administration here at Michigan Medicine. Uh, I handle all sorts of internal communications for the nursing community. I aid in telling their stories, getting their events noticed, and keeping everyone informed as best as possible. Uh, I joined nursing and the Department of Communications with you, Daniel, uh, in August, and it's been a great first few months on the job. I've really enjoyed it, but I'm not unfamiliar with Michigan Medicine. Um, I came to nursing after four and a half years uh, with the Eisenberg Family Depression Center. Um, I was a sort of jack of all trades. I you know, communicator, graphic designer, web developer. I ran social media. You know, worked with our programs in education and outreach. Um, you know, a promoter and marketer. Um, this was my first foray into healthcare communications. Uh, not sure how much more the listeners really want to know, but but like you, my background was in sports. Uh, I worked in collegiate athletic communications for over nine years, uh, seven of which were at. Uh, Big Ten rival Penn State. Uh, I worked with their hockey, lacrosse, and soccer teams, among many, many others. Uh, before you know, myself and my family moved to Ann Arbor in 2016. I've, I've always loved the area here, and it's been great living here as a Michigan resident for five and a half years.
0: Well, we'll forgive you for working at Penn State, and you know, obviously, the recent football outcome makes it a little easier to forgive you for that. So, <laughs> um, all right, paycheck now real the quick, check Daniel. Exactly, it's all that matters. Uh, real quick, we asked Maria what her favorite Thanksgiving foods are. And so as we head into the holiday, I want to know what yours are, too.
1: I can't believe she gave sweet potato casserole. That's going to anyway, that's a little bit of a, of a, of a foreshadowing here. But anyway, the, the, the standards for me, uh, I, I've always been a big fan of turkey and mashed potatoes. They're definitely my favorite ones, a group in a, a meat and potatoes family. Um but the two that probably aren't as common for most people at Thanksgiving would be butter noodles. Um, they were always prepared in the manner that my grandfather made them, you know, very unhealthy, very delicious, uh, lightly fried in butter. Um, and then candied yams, which was a, a special recipe that my mom made. Um, they're not, they're not made with sweet potatoes. They're made with the um, and they're boiled. And then they're baked with uh, their slice and then baked with a uh, dark caramel, syrup, brown sugar, pepper, cinnamon, Uh, And they're, they're so, so good. They're, they're rich, they're sweet. They're a little bit of spicy and tangy. Um, I'm a big fan of starches as you can tell.
0: Yeah. That, that yams recipe will probably make me want to eat yams and that's hard to do. So I thought it sounds delicious. So good. Yeah. (laughs) How about you? Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm not like a huge fan of the traditional food. Like I'll, I'll eat Turkey and mashed potatoes. Like I'm fine with that, but I'm not really into sweet potatoes or stuffing and things like that. But um one thing my family always makes alongside turkey is a brisket, and I love that. You know, it's, you know, the, my mom cooks it for hours on end, and you're just eating that and the juices and, and um, you know, got some potatoes mixed in with it. It's delicious. So I would say brisket is my favorite Thanksgiving recipe when it's not really even a Thanksgiving food.
1: I want some of that almond brisket. Yes. I, I need to have some. Delicious. <laughs> well, it's time for our weekly trivia contest. Uh, last week, listeners were asked, uh, where has Annette Sandretto, a nurse practitioner at Michigan Medicine, worked for the past 13 years? And the answer is Chelsea, Chelsea Health Center. Uh, congratulations to Carly Hendy, uh, who sent in the correct answer. Uh, and for this week's question, you know, Dan, take it away.
0: All right. This week's question is, two HRO tools of the month were outlined this week in headlines. Name both of them. Once again, two HRO tools of the month were outlined this week in headlines. Name both of them. Once you know them, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize.
1: Can I, can I submit any?
0: <laughs> no, I think you're ineligible for the prize this week.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's all the time we have for this week. Um, thanks again to Maria Bobo for joining us. And, and thanks, as always, to all our listeners and viewers for everything that they do for our patients, families, and each other. And Daniel,
0: anything else you want to add? Yeah, The Wrap will actually be off next week. So have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everyone, and we'll see you next time.